This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignati. Chris, before we preview the Raiders uh, tomorrow, uh, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up that a certain wide receiver is available for free agency. And I, uh, you know, I wanted to see uh, your thoughts, if, if the Giants should pick him up or not, bud. If the Giants should pick him up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they did that dance with uh, Odell before, and anybody's wondering, you know, that's that's not happening. So, yeah, yeah let's put that one to bed now. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I see people on Twitter. Oh, you think we should get him? We should pay, bring him back home and all that. That that's not happening. Uh, they obviously, uh, you know, they did that. They did that rodeo with him before, so that, um, so it'll be somebody else's. Uh, I'm sure a couple of teams are going to take a chance. I don't know. Question. I can see the Raiders now. They lost rugs. Yeah. I could see even Belichick. Yeah, thinking about it, I can see Belichick thinking because if there's one guy that could bring him in there and like you know, and like say, listen, this is the way we do it, or else, yeah. And if he says yes, I can see, you know, that working with him. Uh, yeah. But not many teams, I think, will work with Odell. Odell's Odell, and um, look, uh, we saw it here. Cleveland saw it there. Next team will see it, you know, there <laughs> when they get him, and um, right. you know, so yeah, it is what it is with him, you know. Yeah, it's amazing, right? I mean, I, I made no secret, what, you know, 2000, what was it, 2000, at the end of 2018, it was, very, I was very vocal, you should trade this guy, you know, get what you can for him now. And I, I feel like the Giants, you know, right now, it's like a 51-49 trade for the Giants, right? Like, yes, it was good getting rid of him, and I thought they got good value back, but what they did with those draft picks, and, and Dexter Lawrence is a good player, he's fine, he seems to be getting better, just not at the level where we hoped yet. And if Shane Zimenez is what he is, he's, he's going to probably be off this roster next year. We love Jabril Peppers. Hope he comes back next year. But that's nah, just it's what they did with those two picks where I thought they got value back. And if they only made, you know, something of that third rounder. And, you know, Chris, we talked about it draft night. If they took Montez Sweat instead of Dexter Lawrence, I, th- I just think we'd feel better about that trade. But clearly, um, at least the Giants have a place to go, which is up from that trade still. Whereas for Cleveland, uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, not a disaster, but you didn't get what you wanted for Odell. You thought you were going to get, you know, a number one receiver and a, the playmaker that he was with the Giants, and you know, it just didn't work out. Like uh, <laughs> we were saying before this started, him and Baker were boys, and everything was wonderful. And, man, Odell, you didn't know how good you had it with Eli Manning, huh? There you go, Lisa. Take that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, dude. Forget Eli's, Eli Manning's looking pretty good right about now uh, Dude, with Odell, right? Between, he had his best, the best numbers of his life was with uh, with uh, Eli, you know. So. Between that and uh, you know the Manning cast, which is just, and, and I wish I didn't love the Giants so much because I would have watched it Monday night. You know, the part with John Stewart was hilarious. You know, John Stewart's a diehard Giants fan. He came on, he just had his head in his hands after the interception. I was laughing, man. I was like, this is so great, and I, you know, I. I if Monday night's on, if Monday night's if, if, during Monday night football, I should say, and the Giants aren't on, I watch that Manning cast. I think it's great, um, but you can't watch it when you're watching the Giants because you have to, it's, you know, take it seriously. Anyway, um, all right, dude, let's get into the Raider game. You got a team coming in that has had so much turmoil this year between uh, Mr. Emails and then, you know, the tragedy that occurred with Rugs. West Coast going East. Mm. Um, you know, what what are your thoughts initially on this one, dude? Well, they are, you know, 
Um, I kind of like the way, uh, you know, since Greg Olson has taken all that, I, you know, yeah, you look at you look at this Raider team, and they're averaging over 300 yards a game in a year, and you say, man, that's unbelievable considering, I and mean, you got a really good tight end in Waller, who yeah. uh, hasn't been as productive the last three, three games or so as he usually is. Then you look at the receivers, you know, they – you know, they do so much of the play action. And Derek Carr is playing. He's playing lights out, man. Carr has been excellent, man. Yeah. Um, and Renfro, he's, you know, Renfro over there. And from the slot, uh, you know, look, they do so much thing with two tight ends. Yeah. Uh, they're going to look to run the ball a little bit more. Now, now, you know, Josh Jacobs has been hurt. He's a good yeah. back, but he's been banged up. He's he's pretty much healthy now, getting close to it. So I think the Giants are going to see a different back this week because Jacobs hasn't. He's been hurt all year, you know. He's yeah. been playing with bad ankles and everything like that. So, but call, you know, the tight ends, the play action, uh, you know, now, he, now Rugs, he stretched the field. They used to go vertical with him. Obviously, he's not there Sunday. Yep. Odell will be replacing him. No, no. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, um, the kid Brian Edwards is coming on the receiver. But I just look at this team and I say, how the, you know, how the hell are they? Are they throwing the ball a lot? Don't get me wrong. And, they all going deep. They all going vertical a lot. But I'm like looking at them like, how the hell are they averaging over 300 yards a game through the air? But they are, and that's uh, that's credit to Derek Carr and what he's doing. And look, they have one of the best left tackles in football, you know. But they still have been sacked like 17 times. Um, it's not like he's got a, a shitload of time throwing the ball. Yeah. So he gets it to the backs. Kenyon Drake is a big factor for them. Uh, you know, receiving wise out of the backfield, he could give you some yards in the ground. So they're doing. Uh, look, they're five and two squad, coming off a bye. They're well rested, resilient bunch, right? Yeah, resilient. I mean, you know, they've gone through another. Look, when the when the game starts, Jerry, you know, people, a lot of people have asked that this week. You know, oh, you think this rugs thing are really going to affect them? No, right. no, it's not. When the game starts, no players are thinking about Henry Ruggs. And I, I mean, I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just saying you're you're concentrating on your job, you know. Right. That stuff goes out the window. When a game starts, it's like, okay, we have to play 60 minutes, three hours yeah. of football, you know, yep. and we all have to know our assignments. And we have to know what we're doing out there. So nobody's nobody's going to be like, you know, running around saying, oh, wow, I can't believe that accident. Rugs, you know, that's not the way it works. That's yeah. not the way it works. You're out there yeah. to do your job. So um, now that being said, I kind of like <clears throat> the matchup this week, the Giants defense against this rate of offense. Especially, so I'm going to ask you a question about that before you go into it. Yeah. Because of the running game of the Raiders. Now, I know you said it's getting better, but I think you had their, their rank 29th. Will Graham employ, or should he, a similar too deep look against them? Go ahead. No, I don't think you're going to see that this week. You know, uh, you know the Chiefs and Raiders is two different animals. You know, okay. um, uh, you're going to see a lot of, you know, the cover three. Uh, and you'll see some match, you know, man, man. Pre- yeah. You're going to see some different things from Graham this week. But the, Reggie Raglins, the uh, Tate Crowders, the Benadric McKinney's, they're going to be big this week because I think the Raiders, you know, the Raiders are going to come out those two tight ends. They're going to they're going to try to run the ball a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, now you're going to have to. Well, Graham, what I loved what Graham did last week with Travis Kelsey, you're going to have to see that this week with Darren Waller because this yeah. guy could blow you up. This yeah. guy could blow up a game. I mean, this guy, you know, you know, he could be targeted 10, 11, 12 times. Nice know? story, too. Easy guy to root for, Waller. And, and you're right. Yeah, he's a yeah, yeah explosive. So, uh, you got to get him off that line of scrimmage. You'll see if Graham starts bracketing him on third downs. 
you yeah. know, because you, you don't want this guy to be. You look at the Raiders right now and you say, all right, well, who don't we want? Uh, which guy do we not want to beat us? You know, and, and it's Darren Waller. You can't yeah. go in this game and say, all right, Waller's going to have nine catches for 160 yards and touch. You know, so I think that's what Graham's game plan is going to be. Like, all right, we're going to make sure we try to take Waller out of this game, you know, um, with different, you know, obviously with. Now, look, McKinney's playing, Xavier McKinney. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, a little bit what what I went through and the Giants went through. This yeah, week. interesting. Pretty, yeah, we're going to get to that. Pretty yeah. unbelievable uh, yeah. what the Giants have went through, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But McKinney is a false positive. He does not have COVID, and he is playing this week. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to see him matched up. You'll probably see Love matched up, you know, doing some things with Walla, hitting him off that line like they did last week with Kelsey. And, and um, I think you take him out of the game, Jerry, and, uh, you know, Carl's going to do some, you know, he's gonna, he'll, get, he'll get some yards, and Renfro could be an issue out of that slot. But, look, Jerry, we talked about stacking. The Giants have stacked two two consecutive defensive games in a row now. Yeah. And I look for three. I really do, Jerry. I, I, I think the third one's coming. I think the Giants are doing are going to do a pretty good job in this rate of offense, which is probably going to be like probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon with the time change, maybe 2.30 before they start realizing they're in a football game. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, yeah, with, the right. jet, with the flight across the country, the time change, they might be out of whack, I'm telling you. Yeah, right, uh, right. With, in their heads a little bit at the beginning. But uh, I like the matchup and – you know, I'm going to tell you how I feel, I guess, when we do the predictions as far you know, predicting this game. It's scary, but I, I agree with you. Um, scary because I hate getting my hopes up. And I just, I keep going back to, man, if we could have only, right? And that's the story of the Giants fan, right? Like, if we could have only, if we could have only. Look, Washington and Atlanta are in my rear view, right? But if we could have only pulled that off Monday, you know, three and five into this game with, that kind of feel that we both have, it's, well, is the season salvageable? But forget that aside. I just want to go back to Derek Carr a little bit. Derek Carr, to me, in 2016, looked like a potential MVP candidate. And then what? I think he broke his leg at the end of that year. Yeah. yeah. And then for a couple years, it was like, well, is that in his head? He didn't look that great. And you got to give, I guess, Gruden credit for bringing him back to what he was, you know, five years ago, right? I mean, he was a dangerous quarterback and, uh, he's really he's coming off as a team leader uh, as well, but he's yeah. he's got all the tools, and you said it, you know, he's having a good year. Um, but I just think I, I like the Giants' defense the way they're playing right now right. Uh, in this matchup. And and you said it before, yes, the Raiders will try and get Jacobs going, um, but you know. With, with what we have at secondary and the way it's starting to look now, I, I think this plays into our hands a bit. So I'm trying not, I'm trying to stay cautiously optimistic, right? Because we all know what happens when we get, I mean, no, no giant fan, don't get too cocky anymore. But when you start to feel good about things, then the, everything becomes unraveled. But anyway, um, offensively, um, no, you know, we this have could be the, I mean, this could be the concern. Yeah. Um, yeah, this could yeah, be in my this this could be in my opinion where the Giants could lose this game, turnover wise, yeah. um, red zone wise. Because you look at the Raiders in the five and two, and I, lo- I was watching that game against the Eagles a couple weeks ago. Um, man, the Raiders in the last three four years have not been good defensively. One of the reasons why they weren't good defensively was that they couldn't get to the quarterback. No. 
that's over. And they drafted Khalid Farrell. Yeah, he's been basically a bust. Right. For them. So they go out and they draft a, you know, believe it or not, Jerry, you know, in the fourth round, you could maybe draft an impact guy. Yeah. It's allowed. Well, that happens? That happens. Oh, interesting. You know, it is allowed in this league. You could do okay. that. Cool. I know certain general managers in this area don't believe in that. They draft projects or they draft this guy. But it is allowed. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the last few years, the Raiders draft Max Crosby in the fourth round three mm. years ago. And he is having a monster season on that edge as an end. So they go out and then, and then they sign in the dark way. Different story now. So you yep. go from, and then you go out and you sign a Solomon Thomas. Right. Former number one pick. John Hankins, remember him? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Come Second on over. Year. Right? John's Second been there doing his thing. Yep. And then you go out and you sign linebackers like Denzel Perriman, Corey Littleton's, and then you make some draft picks in the back end, safety-wise. You bring over a veteran in the corner. And then you look at the defense and you say, wow, you know, this is a different defense. Yeah. So now you got a couple of edge guys getting to the quarterback. Yep. You got an active linebackers. You got active safeties. You got a, you got a, 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 a real good corner. And it's a tough defense. So, Jerry, you know, with these two edge guys and our two tackles and what they're going to have to do, you know, protection wise, you know, this is, this has the, this has the potential to be a disaster as far as Jones sacks, strips, fumbles, Jerry, the, maybe a pick. Where the Raiders could go in there, in my opinion, you know, could do a lot of damage and, and win this game off of turnovers. Because yeah. I'm worried about this Raider defense against this giant offense. I am. So what you're saying is you don't feel as good now talking about the offense. <laughs> right. Well, I just yeah, don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, crazy I'm, I'm about this matchup. No, I know. I, I think this matchup has the potential – yeah. to go bad mm-hmm. you know now that being said if galladay plays and it looks like he might yeah it looks like he's gonna be a, basically around a game time yeah decision, i was just gonna but, get you about the injuries yeah. but watching him run around i think he has a very good chance of playing okay you know uh so you might get him back of course tony mm-hmm. and then you got you know the slate and you know you got some receivers you could do some things and then you uh, Look, I'm not even going to say this anymore because, to me, Jerry, we'll get into it quickly. <laughs> to me, I mean, how many times are you going to say it? Besides Evan Ingram can't put it together, he's just not used right. I, I'm wondering if I'm going to repeat myself again, Jerry. No, it, Chris, it's a good point. It's it's every aspect of Evan Ingram is wrong. Right. You're right. I mean, I mean Jerry, you look at last week and he's, he, he's pass protecting the whole half. And he, and he can't pass protect very well. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, but that's, that's what we his, have. That's not his game. Right, right. I mean, why, you know, I, I think he was targeted for the first time in his second half last week. Yeah. He has a touchdown down inside the five. Uh, I, I, I got to be honest with you, and I'm not the only one, folks. I talk to people all the time in that building. And they just befuddled. Like, yeah. what the hell is Garrett doing with Graham? I mean, if you, you do have Caden Smith, you have Kyle Rudolph, mm-hmm. if you yeah. want to do that, right? Yeah, if you want to go right. two tight end sometimes and sending. Yep. I, I got to be honest with you, Jerry. I mean, I look at it like, what the f? Like, I, I, I and I ex. I mean, Garrett was on with us this week because he was on on with us at Zoom because of what happened. We'll get into that a little bit. What happened during the week at the Giant yeah. facility? Yep. 
And I asked them. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I'm like, hey, coach, you know, uh, Ingram, a lot of pass pro the first half. I, said, I asked him, I said, was that a part of the game plan or was that an adjustment? He hesitated. And he was like, well, you know, um, this is what we ask our tight ends to do. You know, we ask them to block and run routes. And I wanted to say, yeah, that's nice, but aren't we playing to the strengths of our of our players? There you go. That that You just said it, dude. You just said it. And you said it before. Rudolph, you have Rudolph and Smith for that. So keeping, not only are you not utilizing Ingram, and look, guys, we, we've, we've all talked about the faults of Evan Ingram's game. He drops too many passes, can't stay healthy. But if you're going to use him, you would use him in the passing game. To use him in for pass protection, it, it doesn't make any sense. But, uh, I mean, whatever. I'm not talking like, you know, I'm not talking like, oh, they had to use him this one time. It's, like They use right. him like a ton, a ton right. in the first all game, half. All, all first half, right. I mean, what the hell? I just, you know, I look, like I said. And, the, Jared, and Chris, real quick, the answer is worse from Garrett, right? I mean, the answer is, well, we asked uh, yeah. our tight ends to do that. Okay. Thanks. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish you would have lied to me and said, you know, we need this adjustment. That's, you know, we, <laughs> right. you know, we, we planned on using him a lot and, you know, it seems the second level, you know, there's an intermediate, intermediate path, but no, we had to make this adjustment because this, uh, you know, it's just, it's just shocking, Jerry. Um, so, uh, you know what, Jerry, it seems like we talk about this every week. With I know. Either, either, you know, something he's not reaching, or he's just not being used. Right. So I, I, as long as Garrett's here, I don't get it. Here's a guy who used Witten to no end in Dallas. Hmm. And I'm not saying Ingram's Witten, but, you know, and then he comes on. I love tight ends. And I, 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 look, he wrote, really? You talk about stacking, <laughs> Jerry. You talk about yeah. stacking games. Well, yeah. you think Jason Garrett could ever stack quality offensive game plans together? No, I don't think he's capable because he's never done it yet with us, ever. I mean, just when he has a really good game, and I praise him. You know that, Jerry. Sure, we both do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm on Twitter doing the game. Hey, you know, Garrett's calling a hell of a game. And last week, it's like last week. It's like you just cannot stack quality nope. offensive game plans. And I know, now, of course, this is football. The other guys get paid. Not every play is going to work. Right. But you can just see what he's doing, you know? Yeah, the, the anger in last week from a lot of Giant fans was, God, we have the, the best deep ball thrower in the NFL, <clears throat> or one of and we don't we don't throw the ball deep so it's uh it's like you said it's every time you criticize garrett then he comes out with a decent game and you're like okay maybe he's getting it and then the, the next week he falls back into the same crap mm. where it's like you said it's a stale offense it's a stale use of personnel it's stale play calling so much of it is stale it's like every other week it's like we get eight we get eight quality game plans a year it's it's not enough i mean you know, we're just tired of it and we're not, we don't mean to come off today like, oh, wow, we're tired of this. But man, how many times can you talk about the same thing over and over and over again? <laughs> right? Getting tired of hearing yeah. myself say it. So I want to talk about adversity a little bit, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about a little bit on the Raiders end, you know. Um, yeah. So this week, you know, I, I go Wednesday and I <laughs> get my COVID test. Mm. And I'm sitting in a park, lot, you know, awaiting the results. And all of a sudden, dude... <laughs> Here comes Gettleman. John Mara parks up next to me. And then a shitload of giant play. I mean. What, what did John Mara say? Hey, Chris, ready to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, he asked you something about, you know, are you interested in running some things for me next year? And I'm, you know, I'll go, well, that's between me and him. I'll get back to him on that. But right. here comes a shitload of giant players mm. coming in with their cars. I'm like, they're all getting out and they're all waiting online in the trailer. Mm. 
And I'm like, what? The? I said, this can't be good. You know, like this never happens on a Wednesday. These guys, you know, these guys are tested, though, you know, yeah. not doing, you know, when we're there. Right. I'm like, this can't be good, mm-hmm. you know? And then a word leaked out that there was a COVID scare going around the building. Uh, they came back from Kansas City. There was 13 positive tests. <laughs> they got retested Tuesday. It turned out only running backs coach Burton Burns was positive. And then there was some other guys coming back positive. We later learned out McKinney, Barkley, you know, I think Matt Skura. And it was like total, complete chaos. Guys had to do, they had a judge had to do Zoom meetings in the morning. And then they come back in the afternoon on the field, depending right. who got cleared. Right. You know, um, they had to do PCR tests because the rapid tests weren't working right. There was too many false positives. Right. The, and the Giants totally shit canned the, PC, uh, the rapid test because they went to the PCR test because the rapid test, there was a malfunction. There was 100 false positives. I'm like, what's going on? I, I couldn't believe I wasn't false positive. I took the I take you must I, be your your system must be clean, baby. I guess so, Joey, because I take the same test the players do in the organization though. And I came back follow your routine. I was like, whoa, I'm glad I wasn't. I would have been like thinking all day, oh shit, I got COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. that was like total chaos all week for the Giants as far as practice schedule. You know, Friday was some Friday was back to somewhat normal. Yeah. You know, they came out, you know, they did the some uh, media. Mm-hmm. They went on the field and they got to practice him. But, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, even part of Friday, it was just total chaos there in that building. Yeah. Uh, but Judge, I tell you what, man, Judge and the players, they did a hell of a job managing. Mm-hmm. Because it was, it, I'm telling you, Jerry, it, it was chaos Wednesday, yeah. bro. Right. Chaos all over the building. They, yeah. they, just, they, they went from thinking they had a COVID outbreak, Jerry. Well, holy shit, we got numerous guys. Who's going to get it now? Who's going to come up positive Friday side? Who's not going to play? Yeah, Judge is telling his coaches, hey, listen, you better have you guys prepared, position coaches. You, know, you better have you guys prepared because who the, who the hell knows who's playing Sunday? Right. You know? Right. You know, uh, it's like because that's how bad it was Wednesday, Jerry. Yeah. Thursday was still a lot of in the air. Who do we have? Who's not coming? And then Friday it settled down. But, you know, Judge and the coaching staff, and the players, they managed it well, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, it went from they were at home, they had to come in the building. Then it went. There was the meet. The, the meetings were virtual, you know. And then, boom, they were back on the practice field. You yeah. know. It, it, so it was. It, it was a chaotic week for the Giants that I thought was handled well by judging his coaching staff. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, it looks like everything's you know kind of settled down Friday. Today's a walk to them, and they'll be ready to go tomorrow. What was your thought when you saw all of them coming out? Were you just like, I'm when sorry, you saw, when you saw all of them coming out together on Wednesday, what, what was going through your head? When they came in the parking lot? Yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa. So, uh, we, well, we kind of got a sense like, oh, somebody's got COVID. Oh, uh, okay. You know, so yeah. we, we were like, somebody's got COVID or one or two guys got COVID. Yeah. And and that's why they're getting tested now. And like, this is, could be an outbreak. That's And then Wednesday, you know, Wednesday was the, the word was that there was like, you know, a lot of false positives. There's positives. PCR tests and all kinds of crap going on, you know. So, yeah. Uh, I even heard a couple. I, I haven't really talked to anybody yet, but even a couple of guys. I think even a couple of guys in the media came back false positive. Oh wow! You know? Okay, I'll find it out tomorrow when I see everybody. But um, so it was a it was a hectic week for the Giants. They they weathered the storm though, you know. And now it looks like you know, obviously, well, Barkley was a false positive, but he was missing a game anyway. Yeah, Barkley's ankles. Look, Jerry, they didn't put him on IR because they thought maybe he could be back. Yep. That didn't work out, yeah. <clears throat> you know. Um, so he's going to be out. I expect to see him after the bye week, and 
You know, Jerry, speaking of Barkley, it's like it's like another lost season. I know. I know. And then what do you what do you do there, Chris? What do it's, you do? Well, he comes him? back in his fifth year, but he's not getting no contract extension. No, I know, yeah. but I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, again, if, if there's gonna be so many questions next year and new GM might look at this and say, Well, you know, obviously they're not gonna pay him what he thought he was gonna get unless he has a two thousand yard season next year or something like that. Um, but that still, oh, that still doesn't mean a, a, a new sure. general manager if he's, he's going to pay him. Sure. No, it may it not. It's not a philosophy. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. And, yep. and do they make a move with him? There's a lot of speculation about him. And I, I think that's a valid question. Do you, would you trade him to someone? I, I, I never thought in a million years that that would be on the table, but I think with this team, with this organization, dude, I think everything's got to be on the table right now. Every, there's not a question. There's not one dumb question. Right. Other than, uh, do we get? Are we going to get Odell back? That's the only question where I'd say uh, it's kind of a stupid question, um, but it is what it is right get now. Get back, you know, you know, Jerry. Just get back to Barkley. It's like another lost year. It is. It's another lost year. Yep. You know, a lot. Of, you know, he'll come back. You know, maybe in a few weeks. You know, if he stays healthy the rest of the year, and you know, he can do some things. But you know, it's, he lost a large, a big chunk of the season again. You know. Uh, yep. Like last year, he was basically out the whole year, and this year he's missed a big chunk. And the year before, he was playing in a high ankle sprain, and when he came back, he was never really himself. Right. So maybe towards the end of the year, maybe you know, it's been a rough, rough go here with Saquon, man. After an unbelievable rookie year, just yeah. And you not think about it, well. it yeah. was only the one year that we really got out of him. That's it, really. That's the second year was just he was injured for most of it. He came on at the end of the year, but mm. really, it was only his rookie year where he was the player that we thought we were getting so yeah i mean you know it, it's a shame the injuries have been you know, have taken him down yeah. you know and unless and, and, and it's a shame too jerry because the last one was a kind of a freak you know yeah, it was he just sick. stepped on a guy's ankle and, yeah. and dude the thing blows up and um look uh, you wonder like uh, you say to yourself after that like did, did the team doctors really think he was going to be back before, right. you know in a couple of weeks, I mean, we looked I at think. the ankle. We looked at the ankle, <laughs> just on TV, blown up. I had that injury a million times playing basketball. You step on someone's foot; it's painful as hell. It takes you a while to get back. I, I am nowhere near saying it. Like, like, I'm not comparing myself to that, but we've all had. A lot of us have had that injury. It takes a while. It takes like four weeks to come back from. You know, I know so. Barkley's superhuman, but he also cuts more, way more than anyone else, right? He's mm -hmm. putting so much pressure and runs with such torque that that is that was going to be a, a a four to six week issue yeah so uh you know god is another guy that's been banged up this year right big free agent signing we all know yeah and uh we'll see if we get him back this week i mean it's looking pretty good for him but he's another guy who's missed time you know um, i guess i got a lot of names on this team chris but man it's just not working just out right it's amazing right can't just get everybody together and the one game they did the offense was really explosive right with the the saints game so jerry it's a, it's a shame because they've had they got a lot of weapons um they just can't get everybody on look i mean saquon he's out uh excuse me uh shepherd he's out with the quad yeah you know i saw shepherd in the park like that day he's he's gonna be out yeah he's gonna be out a while you know um you know and now Ross, you know he does some things for us. He's hurt again. He's always hurt. You know, this he's is, hurt. This is Ross, dude. This is just you know? John Ross, man. So, I mean, it, what can you say, Jerry? It, it is they're going to go in this game with Booker and, and Booker and Eli Penny. 
And maybe, uh, yeah, because Brightwell is still a COVID question, you know. He was on the COVID list. He's not playing um, when he's healthy. Although either. he didn't play last week anyway, even without, you know, you, Booker's been the man anyway, and you do, yeah. you know, you do some things with Penny, short yardage, and, and you do some things with Penny out of the backfield, and then he shows, rubs it in the guy's face and, you know, negates that big play and stuff like that, you know. So <laughs> um, that's where we're at, bro. We'll see the offense, you know, got to keep these guys – these two edge guys off Daniel. Yeah. I think Daniel, look for Daniel to run a little bit more tomorrow. I think we'll yeah, come right. back. I think, let's see. Let's see. Uh, this is, what game is this? Nine? Oh, this is odd week. So this is Daniel Jones' zone read week. Plus you're okay. saying it I on think, the po- Plus you're saying it on the podcast. So we'll make sure we launch this quickly so that Garrett can listen. Right. Because uh, we might want to make this zone read week. Yeah. Uh, it seems like Garrett does it, you know, odd, even, odd, even, you know. <laughs> So uh, it's an odd week in zone read week. Yeah, it's, uh, Daniel, we're in zone week. It's all, we're, in, we're in read option week. Okay. Oh, right, good. Thanks, coach. Yeah. Next week, uh, bye, and then we'll come back. We won't do it for a while. And well, you know what? No, with the bye, that works for us against Tampa. We'll see. We'll see zone read week again. Maybe week two 11. weeks in a row. Week eleven. <laughs> I'm thinking game number wise. Oh, all know, right. If he doesn't, if he does it by week number wise, then you're right. Crap. <laughs> you know, so. All right. All right uh, uh, anything else with this game? I mean, it seems like there's a million things surrounding it. No, that's it, man. I mean, yeah. how, how are you feeling about this game? I mean, Oh, well, you'll see in the picks. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Santa Claus. It's like Christmas season. <laughs> picks, which I lost two more. Um, you know what? Let's start off with Joey Z. We haven't uh, – he, he asks questions every week. Joey, we love you. We just got to try to move around on the uh, – you know, those asking questions, but we're going to start off because it's a good one. Why is the new rule with quarterbacks? You can only give them three years to evaluate. Daniel Jones is a four-year contract with a fifth-year option. If we need to give him more time, we can give him two more years at no recourse. Well, there's so many variables that go into that, dude. First off, it's because of the salary cap. It's, it's just different now. You have a window where you want your, you know, you want to build your team around your quarterback when your quarterback's young because you're not paying him enough, or not paying him a lot. So that's one reason. Um, the other is just, um, why do we need, well, it's that, that fifth year option, right? And quarterbacks, I I think the the other thing is quarterbacks seem to progress faster than they used to, right? You, you, it's not unheard of to expect to to be able to know if if you have the guy in in year two or even year three, where you say, you know what, this is the guy we have going forward. It's just a different time than it used to be, Joey. That's all. Yeah. They come out of college now pro ready, right? There's so many pro ready systems in college now, right? So, and with the salary cap, hey, let's go. What, what do we have here? You know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, New York and L.A. at New York underscore N underscore L.A. Chris, what are you seeing from Lorenzo Carter on why he's not getting to the quarterback? I would say, I would I would add, uh, you mean when he's healthy. Last year, he got off to a good start before getting hurt. Anything you're seeing, Chris, as to why? Just not beating his man. Yeah. Just not very good. Yeah. There's nothing I can look at and say, well, he's got to be doing this more. No, he's just not. He's just not beating his man. Yeah. yeah. Darth Durango at Durango underscore Z. What are you hearing inside the building about Gettleman and Garrett? Rumors swirling there already making a list of potential replacements for GM. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Um, but let's put it this way. Uh, if the season ends in a six-win, five-win season, which looks like they're heading, right? We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the second half of the schedule, you can see him getting a few wins, finishing with six wins again. 
there's going to be changes. Yeah. There's going to be changes. You, you could trust me on this one. Um, and fans are probably going to be pretty happy with the changes. Um, I, I, I think it's safe to say that uh, things things are going to happen in the building. Could be with the coaches. Still. I don't mean judge. I don't mean judge. Judge is going nowhere. Judge is going nowhere, Jerry. Only that only way Judge could lose his job right now is if he loses the locker room and it's like a McAdoo type situation. Yeah. And that's not happening. Yeah. He's not losing a locker room or anything like that. Judge is going nowhere. Um on, on I that, think, yeah. I think other changes are gonna happen in a building. Good. That's good to hear. I I, I mean that I mean, that is my feeling. Yeah. Talking to a few people. Um I'm not saying it's definite. Mm-hmm. Even though Mara parked alongside of me the other day, I didn't ask him. This isn't from John's mouth. John, what the <laughs> hell are we doing? You know, although I was really close to asking him about a few things, trust me, but he got tied up with somebody else and this and that. Believe me, I was really close to talk, talking about a few things. But uh Chris, you gotta get him when he, when he's most vulnerable, when he's peeing next to you. <laughs> <laughs> so um but uh, I I sense, let's just put it this way. I sense that, you know, things are going to be happening. Changes will be happening with this organization um, after this six-win season coming up, five-win, whatever it might be. Thank God. Uh, Jason Honeywell, I'm going to follow up because it's very related. Good question here, Jason. How wild do you consider this scenario since Judge is not a coordinator and what are the chances What are the chances Mara puts him in charge of the whole thing? Could you see a scenario where that would happen? Uh, him slash GM shopping for the groceries himself. No, I don't know. Okay. That's okay. not the way Mara. That's not the way this organization is built. Right. You know, um, but what would have to happen there is that when, you know, well, I'm going to get into this whole organization thing, Jerry, after the season, just yeah. a little taste. I think there should be two things done in this organization. Uh, I think there should be a, a president of football operations and then a general manager. And I think John Mara has to change a lot of things that he does. And I'm going to go on a few different podcasts besides ours. And I'm going to be really pumping this point. Yeah. Because the, some of the things I hear coming out of this building is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And I'm telling you, Jerry, I know I mentioned this last week, that folks, when this season's over, when me and Jerry are on in January... Uh, this is going to be a must-listen podcast because the more information I'm gathering, what the f is going on in that building? Okay, you're going to want to listen to it, and I'm gathering more and more shit. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of changes that have to happen, Jerry. Um. Now here's the thing: like to answer Jason's question, I think. If a change is made in the front office as far as general manager-wise, mm-hmm. it's going to be like this. Like, they, they, they work pretty hand-in-hand hand with Judge now, Gettleman. And, but it has to be Judge and the general manager working together more. Not Judge, the general manager, and 7,000 other idiots who think they know what they're talking about in the building. Yeah. That don't. Yeah. They couldn't evaluate a player... If their life depended on it. Right. Okay? Yep. A lot of changes got to be made in this organization. This is why it's shit year after year. But I'm going to get into that. See, I get fired up even thinking about it. 
Yeah, but folks, good. I promise you. Yeah. Come January, which is now two months away, right, Jerry? Amazing. Holiday season is almost upon us. Okay? I'm going to get into a lot of effing things, brother. Lots of coal in the stocking in the Giants organizations. I'm going to get into a lot of things. Yeah. At the end of this damn season. By the way, totally off subject. But, but just way- one second, Jerry. One yeah, second. Go ahead. Go finish ahead. answering that question. Sure. So, Judge, no. Is he going to be handed the whole reins like a Belichick? That's basically like Bill runs the show and all that. No. But it's gonna it's gotta be filtered down to general managing Joe very tight, making decisions, very much involved, this and that. Um yeah. and, and a lot of things gotta change. So that's what I hope to see. I don't know if that's gonna happen, Jason. There's a lot of old school thinking and stubbornness going on in nineteen twenty five Giants Drive. Yeah. No, it was totally a nonsensical comment. Um I think I don't know if you say F, the word, the letter F. After hearing your boy Banks, um, I think we can all curse on the podcast now. I mean, I just, <laughs> Carl, just, Carl Austin, huh? <laughs> Carl was like me in front of my television five years ago when I used to react. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was something. So I think Carl Banks has just changed the whole nature of our podcast. It's like, well, we can just, we can just curse now, apparently. All right, Carl. Well, right. I, look, look I, I, I really don't want to say it on really bad. You know, Carl Lawson. Hey, look. Love it. We love all it. know Carl. Love it. Guy's a classiest guy going. Yeah. He's a fucking great guy. Classy. I'm sorry. He's, an, he's, a, he's a good guy. Yeah. I'll See, I, I hear Banks' name, and now I start cursing. He's a, he's a, he's a, but you know what, Jerry? Carl's passionate. No, he's, I, lo- I loved it, Chris. Here, it Carl's was refreshing a giant. to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Carl's a New York football giant through and through. Yep. So when he sees nonsense going on, he's fed up. And, and, you know, we hear him say about Eli Penny, like, you've done nothing here. And I thought the same thing after that play. Like, we Eli, all did. Yeah, like, you made one play in, in your years here, and you blew it. You just effing blew it. Yeah. Like, in the words of Robert De Niro in Copland, you blew it. <laughs> like, okay? Yeah. And, and if you think that, if you think some of the F-bomb conversa- uh, uh, Banks was blown because he was pissed off, right? Yeah. You should have heard the conversation me and him had on the side. Yeah, yeah. It would have been made for it would have been made for TV conversation. I don't think I don't think I think if, if there was any non-curse words in, the, in our conversation, it would, be, it would have been shocking. Right. But the, the idea is the, the point is Sherry that you know Banks is a New York giant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's pissed. Yeah, I love it. Like love everybody it. is, dude. Right. When yeah. you see uh, when you see a chance of going into Kansas City, Jerry, and get out of there with a win. And you throw a little route to Eli uh, Penny for 16 yards, and now you're set up for maybe the go-ahead points or go-ahead touchdown, right, Jerry? You could yeah. maybe win this game, yep. and this guy's getting up yelling in a guy's face. And I can tell you this right now. I know for a fact. Judge told me. Judge told me. The ref told him. We didn't have a, pro- we didn't have a problem with Eli getting up and like pointing or whatever with the football. He goes, when he yelled in the guy's face, yep. that's when we threw the flag. Can't have that, brother. Chris, I got a question for you. You you made a comment about the um, buffoons in the organization, or whatever you, the way you said it. There's a misquote, but you, I, I, that was the, the gist of it. Was too many voices, right? Why did it work in the '80s with George Young really being the 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 end all with every decision? And like Parcells and him clearly didn't get along, and and he wanted certain guys, but Young 
would would kind of go against him. Why did that work? Was it because Young was just better at drafting? You think? Like, I, I, I was just going to say, how was George Young's drafts, Jerry? Yeah. Okay. How was George Young's scout scouts, Jerry? Yeah. How did they draft, dude? Yeah, great. I guess the they draft the, the guys. Part, like, great. I guess they draft the guys like you know Phil Simms's, Lawrence yeah. Taylor's, yeah. Joe Morris's, yeah. Carl Banks. Yeah. Uh, who, who am I missing, Jerry? About nine thousand other guys. Jumbo Whale. Uh, who else am I missing, Jerry? You know, it's funny. Re- You're better at this than me, memory-wise. I mean, who else yeah, am I missing? I, yeah, I, I mean, uh, Reasons, you know? Kennard, um, Leonard yeah. Marshall. <laughs> how, how, many, how many guys are in the Ring of Honor? Bavaro. Yeah. It's, it's how was that, that Bavaro dude, that, that, the Paisan? How was, how was he? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, Jerry, you know, maybe they differ. And, and everybody differs in every organization, Jerry. Yeah. Everybody differs. Yeah. But George Young... Drafted pretty well, right? Yeah. How many Ring of Honor guys has Dave Gettleman drafted? How, None. How many? How many impact? The answer is zero, obviously. Uh, how many impact guys has the scouting department and Mister Gettleman come up with, Jerry, in the last four years? Nothing. Not many, right, dude? Right. Maybe one Saquon rookie year. Other than that, nope. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. It's because you had. And the reason I brought it up because you, you, you literally had turmoil. You had two owners who didn't talk to each other in, in Wellington and his nephew. You had Young and Parcells, whose relationship was, I would imagine, yeah. lukewarm two, at best. Yeah, but, two type A personalities. Right, yeah. but, but Young, Young did draft well. And what's funny is Young didn't always draft well in the first round. It was the later rounds that he got it right. Like um, uh, Lawrence Taylor, Phil Sims, Banks aside. But, you, you know, you also had... Um, you had Eric Morris of the world. You had Eric Dorsey's who were okay. You had George Adams, Mark Ingram, who was good, but not a really great first round pick. I mean, you had a lot of first round misses under George Young, but he really, really made up for it in later rounds. And we always said, dude, that 80, that 86 draft, the 84 draft talent up and down those drafts, dude, ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Pretty good. Right. Butch Wolfhawk first round. Not always the best in the first round, but later on, holy cow! Uh, who drafted Rodney Hampton, Jerry? That was George Young. Yes. Right. Yeah. How was he? That was great. He was pretty good back. Great. No. Great. I thought he was great. I, I thought carried the Giants in some really lean years. How about the offensive line over those years, Jerry? Benson, Ard, Oates, Godfrey, Nelson. <laughs> yep. And they were later. A lot of those guys were later round picks, like Nelson, Ard, Oates came over from USFL. Benson, Art Oates, God, Chris Godfrey, right? Like, these weren't first-rounders. He's, you know, Brent Benson was on the team already, but he built that line um, yeah. through later rounds. I mean, uh, Jumbo Elliott was a second-round pick. Moore was first. I think Brian Jerry, Williams was first. Jerry, look, you expect to hit the first-round picks somewhat, right? Right. But you want to build championship teams, Jerry. You got to hit some those middle-round guys, too. Right. Right? Absolutely. It's not yeah. just, okay, we're going to draft really well in a first-round pick, but from two to nine, seven, whatever the hell it was back then, you know, whatever. Uh, we're going to miss everybody. You think you're going to have a championship team, dude? Yeah, two to 12. Yeah. It ain't hap- That's not happening. Right. right. Then when you come with Gettleman, and it's like, and, and Reese before that, most of the time, and you look at first-rounders and middle, and they're not really hitting either, and you're going to be missing a first-round pick. That, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, you're not... This is when you wind up four and twelve, yeah. five and eleven, four and twelve, six and ten. You get what I'm saying? I just did an article on the third round over the last ten years. Holy cow, dude! It's staggering. It's yeah. staggering. So, I mean, not to get off on the subject, too I much, know. But, but, but the thing is that if I'm John Mara, yeah, if I'm the owner of the Giants, yeah, 
and I look at my team's record, and I go through draft picks, right, Jerry? Yeah. I'm like, what are we doing here in this building? Yeah. Because John Mara doesn't know football that way. Right. John Mara can't look at a film and say, oh, I, I know what this guy could do well fit our system. I'm sorry. He doesn't. Right. right. And he doesn't pretend that he does. Right. So yep. we're going to get into a lot, Jerry Foley. We are going to get into a lot in January. And, um, and, it's, and Jerry, and in all fairness, listen to me on this one, dude, okay? Yeah. It's not just Gettleman. Trust me on this. You can't 100% say it's all on Gettleman. It's all him and nobody. No, not true. Ryan Jacobs, Mm -hmm. is there a chance that Daniel Jones becomes collateral damage regardless of his performance slash coaching management regime goes down at the end of the season? Like what, you know, if that all happens, what do you think? You think they're they're in on him, no? Jerry, they are in on him. It's just that. It's now in the middle of year three, and it, you know Bob Papa in his podcast the other day with Carl Banks said it the best. He said it the best, Bob. He was a hundred percent on. And I was trying to search my, I was trying to find exactly the way I feel about Daniel, and he said it the best. He kind of leaves you wanting more. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you know, you love him, but you kind of wish it was a little bit more. Now. That being said, and all I mean that he hasn't had his whole squad. The offensive line is mediocre. Yeah. So you can't really. I mean, here we are, Jerry, in the middle of year three of this kid, and you still can't really fully judge, in my opinion. It's like, well, he hasn't had his kid. The one game he had his weapons, he threw four hundred yards. Yeah. yeah. And then he does. And then he. And then he comes out and he locks in on a receiver and, and he throws an interception in Kansas City deep in negative and ter- negative territory. Right? Yeah. Like you can't. It's but like then, maddening. To in fairness, I love the way he rebounded. But then, right. and then, and then the last series of the game. Look, I know it was two sacks, a penalty, and inco- but you got to do more than that, right? Like no matter what is around you, you got to overcome. So you're. It's a. It's a great point by Papa. It's just like. You know, he elevates his game in that Carolina game. Last week, the last drive, he holds on a ball or two. It's like he leaves you want. I thought Papa hit that right on the head. He leaves you wanting more. Like, what do we have here, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like one minute, yes, no, next minute, no, not sure. Oh, I'm 100% sure. But they are in on Daniel Jones, Jerry. That I can tell you. They are in on Daniel Jones. All right, we'll go a few more. Calvin T. Um, gents, thanks for the weekly therapy. First question in a long time. When we look back on this Wilderness 2.0, what will be the Joe Pisarchik play that defines this recent pitiful era? Keep up the great content. Launch them, baby. Calvin, for me, the play that just, and it's again against the same team, was probably the 62-yard Elliott field goal after Eli Apple committed a personal foul against the, uh, I forget what receiver it was. It may have been Jeffrey. Um, When it it was a bad throw. Like that whole, that game, the way it ended, to me, was the, wow, we are in the middle of all this. I don't think there was a play like the Miracle of the Meadowlands where you say, all right, everybody's fired right now. There are a lot of plays like, you know, the, the Washington game this year, you can argue the Kansas City game, the six plays that happened in 11 the other night. But for me, what represents this era of Giants football is Elliott's 62-yarder. <laughs> yeah. I'm biased, too, because it's against Philly. But It's been a few of them, boy. 
Yeah, right. I mean, it's not. Wood, I don't know. I, not quite on a pesachic level, but it's been a few. It's been how many times? It's been, a, it's been three or four. To be like, whoa, my god, right? <laughs> Chris, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop a. I'm gonna drop a phrase for you. Ready? Yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. Right, right, okay. right. Yeah, that's. There you go. There it is. Offside by Dexter Lawrence, right? The, yeah. Gives him another chance. Or Eli Apple penalty and offside <laughs> by O'Shane Zimenez. Yeah, death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, like back in in the Pasacha game, that was like the the nuclear bomb, boom, blow off, you know. <laughs> and and this one, in this era, it's like a death by a thousand cuts. That's a proper way. I, I like that. Yeah, thank you. True I D G E D J E J G T. Just the question just makes me laugh. Will we ever be good again? Oh, we better be. Um, well, who who asked that? I don't even, I can't, his, his oh. Twitter name is, is strange. It's at Mabo, J-N-E, I don't know, Donis. Well, Mabel, all I can say Mabel is that, uh, I remember back a long time ago, asking that same question, you think we'll ever be good? We'll ever be good? And they will, so have, yeah. have faith. Yeah. Um, everyone keeps asking, should we sign, re-sign OBJ and Tom Lapp? Keeps responding no to everybody. <laughs> all right, two more questions. Mind the gap. At mind the gap 04. If a train if train A is traveling from Philly at 60 miles per hour and train B is traveling from Boston at 70 miles per hour, how long will it be before the Giants fire Dave Gutterman, the entire coaching staff, or the training staff? If it's not all the coaching staff, pretty funny question. I just felt like I had to read it. Um, all right, uh, Tom Corbisiero, relative of yours, Chris. Was Kadarius Tony playing hurt last game, or are the Giants coaching staff just a bunch of tomatoes for not making him the focal point of the offense? That's a great question because it was like, okay, we're letting him throw the ball and punt return, but we're not getting him really the ball to what, the second half? So was he playing hurt? or And if he's out there, should I mean, do you, do you just get him involved early? Yeah, no, no. He was, I mean, look, he, they, they kind of worked his way back in that game, right. according to Judge because of the ankle injury, but then he looked like he was fine. And then he had that big, he had a gash on his, he had a big time gash on his and he got stepped on. Yeah. Um, then he was a little more involved and said, look, look, you know, look, you, everybody's got to understand too. You got to, you got to see what the defense is doing too. I mean, I'm yeah, not, you, not, you know, not every game is not going to be a 15 target, 12 target game, nine catches. That, that's, that's not the way it works in this league, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, no, he, he, I mean, he. they worked him in solely in the first half to kind of build him up with that ankle, and then they got him more involved in the second half. And, you know, he was targeted a few times, had about three catches, whatever it was, and that's yeah. just the way the game worked out. Not every game works out to the script. I mean. We'll go two more. Adrian Ayafola. if Brightwell was healthy, would we have seen him this week? And how does he look in practice, Chris? Got to be honest with you, Adrian. I thought we were going to see him more last week. Yeah. And we didn't. Yeah. And he hasn't practiced. He's out with the COVID. Yeah. Uh, one more. Godfather of Brooklyn. There we go. Your boy, Chris. Hey, Chris, <laughs> what have you heard in regards to Brightwell? Blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Nope. No, never mind. Sorry. Sorry. I just I wanted to try and get him in because he asked good questions. Um, Frank Seattle, thank you for being the best out there and telling it like it is throughout the season. Going all negative here. If this gets blown up, name three guys currently, players, coaches, and front office guys that are must-have keepers. Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag yeah. not a relative. No, you can't. Uh, I, I would say Patrick Graham. Patrick Graham's a, I, I would want to keep him, no? Yeah. Um, as far as, I, I you know. McGahey. I would keep McGahey. I think Abrams does a good job on the cap. I, I mean, right? 
for for what I, 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 I want Abrams out of the building. I, I can see why they immediately. Keep, yeah, for me, I could see why they keep. Oh, no, just, Jerry, you're asking the wrong guy. If you if you're going to ask me anybody about front office or scouting department, launch. they can't get out of they can't get out of the building quick enough in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> as far as coaching staff and what was the other thing, players? Yeah, players is hard to say. It's too uh, many that's hard to say but coach, now, but coaching staff, I'd say Graham. I mean, Graham McGee. definitely. Yeah, yeah, Graham definitely. Yeah. All right, buddy. I like to see McGee. I know McGee's has they have had some special teams issues, uh, you know, some power, but I I would like to see McGee back too. Well, I mean, after the after the years of Tom Coughlin's special teams, McGee's special teams are light years ahead of them, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> come on, Tom, the, the Tom Quinn years. So, all right, let's do uh, let's do picks. I'm two. I'm down two more. I think what are we? Fifteen or seventeen? I lost track, Chris, after ten, but it's it's a lot that I'm down by. Um, <clears throat> whatever. Of course, the what? Giants screw me now because I picked them. Uh, Falcons at Saints. Uh, I'm gonna go Saints. Yeah, me too. With OBJ, something. No, <laughs> I know they were dabbling with OBJ. It didn't work out. That, that wouldn't I, stun me. I'll go. With, I like the Saints defense, dude. I like the Saints. Bills at Jaguars. Please next. Uh, yeah, Browns at Bengals. I'm gonna go Bengals. The rebound after that horrific loss to the Jets. <laughs> Debacle, right? I'm gonna go with the Browns. The OBJ left. They're going to be rejuvenated because that guy's out of there. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, OBJ fans. Not a fan. Uh, Patriots at Panthers. How about Belichick getting it going a little bit with New England now? Huh? That time of year, uh, beginning got, of November, uh, four and four, two tough losses, two tough teams. I like Bel- I like Belichick and these guys rolling a little bit this second half. I like, I like the Patriots. Me too. And I keep saying it, but man, do they have their quarterback, don't they? I would say so, and oh, and they were, re- you know what, Jerry, and they were very real. Credit to Josh McDaniels, of course. Credit to Belichick, man. Real smart the way they've handled him the first half of the season. You know, not asking him to do too much. Yeah. You know, not like the Jets. They came out with Zach Wilson, have him winging the ball all over the lot. I mean, like, you know, what are you doing to the kid? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, they scaled it down for Jones. Not a building it up a little bit for Jones. You see, they're building up more and more as the season goes on. I, I I think they've done an unbelievable jo- job with Mac Jones, and um, I think they're in safe hands, right, Jerry? That was, yeah. looks like they're gone. Oh, absolutely. Gone, looks like they're gone from Tom Brady. Um, not saying, not comparing Mac, no, but they, fair. they've gone from Tom Brady to a guy who looks like he's going to handle his franchise for the next 15, 10, 15 years. Chris, I would say that's like going from Joe DiMaggio to Mickey Mantle in center field, no? Well, I'm not going to go there yet. No, I'm just saying because it's Yankees. I'm not going to put him in that. I was trying to get on your nerves on that one. Because it was a Yankee. Oh, Yankee thing? Oh, that's all. No, that's fine. Well, the Yankees are right. I mean, that, was a, I mean, that was a pretty good transition. It wasn't yeah. bad. Then they had yeah, Joe, well, Ted Joe, Williams Joe Peppertone well, after that. Yeah, but we all know Ted Williams is better than both of those guys. But, God. Well, he's a good hitter. Yeah, he's better. Fielding was suspect. Broncos at <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> Ted Williams said it. Ted Williams said it. I had no interest in fielding. Hey, so. uh, yeah, I know, I know. He just wanted to hit 400. That's <laughs> um, um, Cowboys, bro. He's the only Red Sox autograph I have down here, by the way, buddy. See, well, <clears throat> look, I always say this. Everybody's a closet Red Sox fan. Just <clears throat> they just don't know it. Some people, but it's like dying to get out. And I you're one him. of those. And you're one of those guys. Get I it. met him when I was 12 years old in Atlantic City, and I said, "Honored to meet you, Mr. Williams." And he put the ball down, flipped it to me, and said, "Next." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was his reaction. Not the most, not the most pleasant fella. I was 12. I was br- heartbroken. Yeah. Not the most pleasant fella. You were look, Jerry. You were this close to being a Red Sox fan, and that was it. It was over. <laughs> it was like, hey, if you were nice to me, right? You could have been a Sox fan. Imagine that. We could talk. We'd go on up the Fenway together. Oh, um, my God. God. All right, Broncos at Cowboys. Did I say that? Cowboys. Yeah. 
You're going Cowboys. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Vikings at Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, I can't trust the Vikings. But, Chris, is it – I mean, the, the Vikings are that team that they're just almost good, not quite bad, just limbo, right? Like, they're just in limbo, yeah. man. I, I think they were going to take the next step beating the Cowboys last week, and I just didn't quite understand what the hell they were doing. Uh, I have to be honest with you, dude. I, I think it might be time to – they have to look to move on from Zimmer. Um, I just don't get some of the stuff he does either now, too. But I like the um, the Ravens this week. I think, they'll a, re- yeah. I think they'll rebound from their No loss. way comparing Giants-Vikings. Totally different. But the Vikings are just so middle of the road. Like, how long can you take that? Um, Dol- uh, Texans at Dolphins. Ooh. Ooh. Miami's going to get one this week. Yeah. I think Miami gets, gets one this week. Guys, we got to start rooting for the Dolphins because if they pick ahead – of the Giants, it's the Eagles pick. I can't stand seeing that on Tankathon. Is that incredible, Jerry? Is that incredible? Uh, I'm psyched about, like, picking 5th and 11th, and it's like the Eagles are like, oh, we're 2-6-9. Uh, we're Thanks a lot, guys. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Speaking of those dirtbags, Chargers at Eagles, 4 o'clock. I'm uh, going to go with the Chargers. Yeah, they you should go win this week. You're going to go with your boys? <laughs> My boys. No, I'm going Chargers. Knew they were going to beat the Lions, though. We bo- I mean, knew it. Um, I didn't think it'd be that easy, Jerry. Holy no, crap. I know, but the, with the Lions struggling, no, no, I'm saying is I, I can't believe the Lions. I, I mean, it was laid the down. Eagles smacked the crap out of them. Holy beat, shit! Yeah, beat the hell out of them. It was ridiculous. Oh, here's a good one. Well, it, it would have been good. Packers at Chiefs. Oh, you got to go with the Chiefs now, right? Yep. Same. Cardinals at 49ers. Cardinals I'm gonna go with the 49ers. The, yeah, with a little Car- bit of an upset. Yep. Car- yep. I just was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. Yep. We're picking way soon. I'm not gonna catch up. But I'm not going to embarrass myself. Uh, Titans at Rams, 820. Uh, Jerry, this, I mean, Von Miller's over there. I mean, look, the, the Rams are a Super Bowl contender. Uh, no Derrick Henry. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with the Rams. Dude. By the way, in a year where I'm scared to death of Dallas, I'm fine with the Rams getting Von Miller. <laughs> Got to be honest with you. Yeah. It's okay, guys. Go for it. Um, and you have to admit, Jerry, you know, you were right what you just said. You have to admit. You have to be a little scared of Dallas, right? Yeah, you do. Totally. Because they're playing enough defense, Jerry. They're yes. playing enough defense. Remember what we said beginning of the year? That's the difference. Like, if these guys play a little D, watch out. Remember? That's the difference. Well, guess what? They're playing a little D. Yeah. And Micah Parsons is making a big difference. <clears throat> and Randy Gregor is making a big difference. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know? They're playing enough D. You yeah. saw it last week, Jerry, with the Viking game. Yep. Yeah. If they keep doing that, they're a Super Bowl contender, dude. And by the way, Jalen Smith was just released again, right? Yeah, yeah, he just it's it's, all, it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a good couple of years. He was a very good player for the Cowboys, but that seems to be over with, you know. Now, so Micah Parsons is scary as hell too. Uh, two more games: Bears at Steelers Monday night. Let's go Steelers, baby. I, I, you know what, Jerry? But you like the Bears, don't you? No, oh. no, 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 no. They're gonna they're gonna kill the Bears, but. I was just going to get into the Steelers. Man, freaking Mike Tomlin, man. Great you know, I, I thought, I looked at this season, Jerry. They lost a couple of games at home this year, Bengals and a Raider game. Yeah. And I said, and I predicted, they're not going to make the play. They're not making the play. And then they turn around. I know. And it's like they beat the, the Browns on the road. They're yeah. playing that solid defense. And I was like, Freaking Tomlin. Now I look at them. They're playing the Bears. They're probably on their way to 5-3, and three, and here they are again. You know what I mean, Jerry? Yeah. In the mix. Yeah. A factor again. Oh. So I like the Steelers, dude. 
I'll even is go to like two years ago. Like when they traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, I was like, oh, you guys are giving up your first round pick. You're going to need a quarterback soon. Yeah. Nope. Not yet. They it's will, just, but not not, not then. Uh, yeah, they just that win last week in Cleveland. Um, that was that was that was a nice win for them. Uh, yeah, here they are again, Jerry, in the mix. Yep, halfway through the season, they're probably going to be five and three unless they get really upset. And here they are, right yeah. there, dude. Yeah, right in the mix. It's incredible, right? Yeah, it really is. <clears throat> All right, last last one, most important game of the week, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, <clears throat> we turn the clocks back tonight, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so, like you said, that game's really the Raiders aren't going to be you know, we're getting an extra hour of sleep. Raiders at Giants, Chris. How do you see this one? Or if you want me to go first, I can go first. Yeah, yeah, jump on it, buddy. Uh, everything you said before, uh, you know, with everything going on, you know, I know, I know they're not thinking about rugs, but everything, right? Traveling east, Giants defense playing well. The rugs thing is a somewhat of a factor. The coach from a few weeks ago. I just think. That's why the Monday night game hurts so much for me because I think the Giants take the Raiders this week, and I think they would have taken them even if, more so if they won Monday. They would have had some momentum. I think the Giants are going to win a close game. Mm-hmm. It might be like 20-17, to 17, but I think the Giants will somehow find a way to beat a team that is better than them. And I agree with you, Jerry, 100%. Okay, I agree with you, dude. You know, you got to watch out for a little Devontae Booker this game. Yeah. I, I'm I'm feeling it with him. Not because he was a Raider, but I'm feeling that he could do some things on him. Galde, I think you're going to see KT. You're going to see a lot of KT. I think he's going to do some damage. Daniel's going to do some damage with his legs. Yeah. And the defense... I like the matchup against this Raider offense, Jerry, and I'm going to go with the Giants with a 24-20 or 17-type win. You but know, the Giants just, are going to win this week and head into the bye three and six. You just brought up Booker, and while no one would ever confuse him with Barkley, I mean, he was probably the guy we were least, least excited about, and we just thought, this was your first free agent pickup? What a dumb move. Hey, man, the guy's professional, and he's getting it done. You know, he's not spectacular. He's not going to burn anybody for 80 yards. But you could see what he can do. He's, to me, you know, he's professional. He's a professional running back who can get it done. And, you know, I, like you said, I wouldn't, su- wouldn't surprise me to see him have another, you know, 120-yard game combined catching and, and rushing. So, yeah. very happy with Booker. Yeah, Jerry, look, when they signed him, remember, I was like – He's a good back. Yeah. He's a nice back to have behind Saquon. No question. The, the only issue was, was that, dude, first day of free agency type right, guy back? Right, right. Dave, oh, I mean, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I never questioned the guy's talent. I didn't say this guy was a tomato. Remember, no, but I was, I, was like, I was like, the same thing. I was like, uh, book yeah. three years, 10 million? Okay. Yeah, it was like, Dave, is this what we're going for? Yeah. For, you know, uh, but the, uh, remember back when they signed, it was like, okay, well, he's a nice guy to have behind Saquon because the guy could play. Yeah. He's yeah. a nice little back. He runs hard, right, Joe? You see the yep. way he runs? Yep. The guy gives, you know, he's got some hands out of the backfield. He's had a few drops, but, you know, he can't catch the ball out of the backfield. And, and you've seen it now. You know, he's going to, he's going to, he's a guy that's going to get you those 50, 60 yards, you know, 50, 70, maybe 70. I think you're going to, I think you're going to see him for 80 plus this game. I yeah. really do. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, and, and he's a guy, like you said, Jerry, he's a professional running back. Yep. 
He's not a tomato coming. He's not a rookie. Right. He's going to blow past pro assignments. He doesn't know who to pick up. The A gap. He doesn't know a guy coming off the C gap. Oh, right. oh, he doesn't slide over. You know, that, that's what coaches worry about with rookies, that, that pass pro. You know, so he knows his responsibilities. The guy's a professional, like you said, dude. I mean, you know, hit a yard. And he, he's turned out to be a valuable signing by Gettleman yeah. because of what happened with Saquon, yep. you know? All right, so, buddy. Tw- yeah, Giants win this week, Jerry. Um, I- I'm feeling pretty good about it, bro. All right, dude. Anything else? Well, we'll probably be both dead wrong, but I feel, <laughs> but I feel good about it. That's it. All right, dude. To order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to max.com for a digital subscription. All right, sorry for the late drop, guys, but, uh, you know, what was, what was it? A seven kids, four dogs, three dogs kind of a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. False positive test kind of a week. False pauses. Apparently, the Giants have to um, uh, clone Chris Bizignano's uh, diet and workout regimen so that, you know, COVID's not even a question for the Giants because it wasn't oh for you. So maybe. now you just jinxed me. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you need to golf more, guys. Giants. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are Giant days. Take care, everybody. All right. Bye bye.